doing, everybody? This is Sharp Eight. This is Sharp Eight's Chumline podcast for Friday, February twenty eighth, twenty fourteen. How are all of you doing? All right, today we're going to go over some shark attack statistics. Um, every February and March is uh, about when the international shark attack file comes out, and that is through uh, University of Florida and George Burgess. Um, but we're going to go a little bit in depth, I guess, not really in depth, but um, over the years, uh, I guess some of their statistics has come into question, and uh, we'll, we'll kind of take a look at that and see where some of the discrepancies may lie and some of the uh, things they've been doing with the attack file. So we'll go over there right now and let's see what they have for this year. So I believe this came out on February 17th of this year, so we're a little bit behind here. Uh, I'm sure some of you have already seen it. They have investigated 125 incidents of alleged shark-human interaction, and they have now whittled it down to 72 as confirmed cases of unprovoked shark attack. And that's actually something we're going to take a look later. Uh, we're going to talk about the uh, their new definition, of, I guess, of provoked and unprovoked. So in, in comparing it to other years, they're saying it's lower than in 2012, where there was 81, so down to 72, so there was a difference of nine attacks. And it says it represents the lowest global totals uh, since 2009, which was 67. So you're only talking three or four years. So, it, you know, I'm sure if we go back even further, we can find years where even less than 67. So, you know, they kind of break it down again that North America had the most, there were 34 attacks, and a total of 47 attacks in the United States, including 13 in non-North American Hawaii, was lower than 2012 when there was 54, where that included Hawaii and Puerto Rico. So let me just look at that again. The total of 47 attacks in the United States, including 13 in, okay, in non, basically total of 43, so 13 of those 47 were from Hawaii, was lower than the previous year where there were 54, where they included Hawaii and I guess there was one or, or so in Puerto Rico. And that is the highest total of the century, I guess, for North American waters. Uh, then after that, Australia had 10, which of course had some fatalities, and that's the, uh, you know, the, how all that uh, started over there right now in Western Australia with the cull and uh, Taking the the two meter sharks, the two meters or three meters, I can't remember which, but you know they're basically taking sharks out, and that's a that's a whole can of worms that is being opened there. Um, so again, uh, you know, I'm not going to go specifically all through this. They uh, you know have other percentages and stuff, but the the, the key here is that there was uh, 125 incidents, and they reviewed it, and there's they came up with the final number of 72 total for 2013. Now, one of the things I guess has always been an issue with the international international shark attack file is that this is what they give you, and there's no way to actually see where these numbers are coming from. Uh, for instance, I know last year in 2012 they listed a shark attack in New York, and as far as I might try to look for it, I cannot find anything in the record that said uh, 2012, there was ever uh, anything in New York, so I, I don't know where they're getting that number for, from, and they don't release where they get their numbers from. So as a scientist, that's a big red flag to me. If 
you're doing any sort of statistical analysis and data analysis and you're not showing where you're getting these numbers from and how you're getting them then that tends to you know imply that you're kind of doing some funny things with the numbers there um, so again if we if we look there's other places there's the also the global shark attack file which I am actually listed in in uh, my attack that happened in 1994 um, they said they had a total of 116 shark attacks worldwide with 19 of those being possibly provoked or doubtful sharks so that they, they came up with 97 as the total unprovoked shark attacks versus the 79 I believe was <coughs> excuse me what they had for the uh, the ISAF, the International Shark Attack File. So they broke it down like this. The United States, there was 53, two of them being fatal. Australia had 13, two fatal. South Africa, six, one fatal. Bahamas, five. Reunion Islands, of three, two of those were fatal. Jamaica had two, one fatal. Brazil had two, both of those were fatal. French Polynesia, two. New Zealand, two, one of which was fatal. Guam had one, which was a fatality. Diego Garcia had one, which was a fatality. And then the rest of these all had one each, um, none of which were uh, fatalities. Mexico, Belize, the Seychelles, the Philippines, Taiwan, Kiribati, and New Caledonia. So then they also break it down, and I'll, I'll put up links for this, of the 59 interactions between sharks and humans in 2013. Um, they break it down into uh, where they were. Florida, of course, led with 24. That's no surprise there. Um, and then they also say activity of vic victims. The, the most common one was uh, recreational water sports, you know, surfing, boogie boarding, paddle boarding, kite surfing with 26, swimming and standing water, bathing, fishing at 21, and diving and snorkeling at 4, and kayaking at 2. So there's your relatively risk, your relative risks there. Uh, so keep all those in mind when you hear, uh, you know, people banter about different uh, shark attack statistics. You have more, you know, have a, a more of a chance of, you know, a can of beer falling down and hitting you. Um, your relative risk has a lot to do with what you're actually doing in the water. If you're never in the water, then your risk of being attacked by a shark is nothing. It's never going to happen. So you got to take all those into account. And people like to use those, and while they're fun. They're they're not really a valid way to um, compare what it's you know your your relative risks. I mean again it's a fun little thing to to do, but you know if you want to get real about it you gotta take each one individually and put yourself in that situation. Um, again if you're landlocked and never near water you're you're never gonna get bit by a shark. Um, if you're in an area where you don't you know. Um, don't have vending machines. Vending machines falling on you and, and killing you aren't going to be a factor. But yet, if you work in a vending scene repair shop, that could happen. So your, your relative risk is going to go up. Um, so again, I'll, I'll put this up on online. The global shark attack file again. This is something where uh, you can download it, where they do um, update it quite frequently, and, and you can you know look at it and download it into uh, an Excel spreadsheet. Now, one of the things that uh, recently was brought to my attention by uh, members of the uh, Shark Attack Survivors uh, website and uh, you know, Shark Magazine, Shark Year Magazine, is that 
the International Shark Attack file has recently gotten rid of, they've gone through and to make it more politically correct, it, they've gotten rid of a few of them. And one of the biggest ones is Rodney Fox. Now, Rodney Fox is, if, I don't know, to, to me it's it being always interested to sharks and, and jaws and what have you, um, Rodney Fox is the shark attack survivor. Um, he was uh, he's Australian. Uh, he was a spear diver, and it was back in 19, uh, 1963. He was bad. And it, was, it was pretty bad. He basically um, he was a great white, and his abdomen was fully exposed, ribs broken on his left hand side. His diaphragm was punctured. His lung was ripped open. His spleen uncovered, artery exposed, um, and this is, you, you, you see the picture quite frequently, in fact I even think it's used in Jaws, um, it, you know, it's an older Frodo, but it's, you know, kind of a side profile of the guy, and you can see all the stitches going, you know, all, all across his whole back. Um, so it's a, it's a very famous shark attack, but apparently the international shark attack file has gone back and because Mr. Fox was spearfishing, they have now listed it as not an unprovoked shark attack. Um, this, you know, I, I, I'm not sure of their reasoning and their motivation to do this. Um, in my line of thinking is if you have, if you're going to do that, then you can take any recreational sport if you're going to make that jump. If you're going to say, well, he was spearfishing, so there's the attraction of the blood in the water and the fish. So the shark, you know, was probably going after the fish and not him, and that's why he was provoked. Well, then you should be able to then apply that to any sort of recreational water activities. You were surfing, you were disturbing the water. The thrashing was confusing the shark to make it think it was a distressed animal. Your silhouette underneath looked like a seal. If you're going to do that, then you have to look at everything like that, and. I, you know, I, I, I don't see how you can not have anything that was unprovoked then, because, you know, as is the case, if you want to look at the way people look at it now, it's that the shark is tasting you, for lack of a better term, instead of biting or attacking or uh, you know, eating, which is, you know, kind of the absurd thing. don't know too many instances where actual, you know, person was consumed, um, but, you know, it, it's case of mistaken identity, I, I can't see how anything then could not be construed as unprovoked. Um, so there's that. Take a look at the files, see what you think. Um, again, uh, we're going to have try to get some more guests on here. It's kind of a new app if you want to check it out. I'm trying to uh, get the owner of the app on, hopefully. Uh, it's a new app called SharkBite, B-Y-T-E. So do a search for it. It's kind of an interesting little app that goes through shark attacks. Um, you know, nice little thing, 99 cents. Um, go out, get it, see what you think. Um, so as always, uh, want to get in touch with me, you can check me out online, sharkbaitpod.com. Some of the resources for the blog, uh, www.sharkb8chumline.blogspot.com. You can like me on uh, Facebook, search for Sharkbait's Chumline, and follow me over on Twitter, 
sharkbhum, and of course, as always, the ever fun email sharkbait at sharkbaitpod.com. Let me know what you think. If you want to get in on the conversation, uh, book me for parties. You know, um, I'm easy that way. So again, let me hear from you. Let me know what you think. All right. Until next time, have a good one. And Mr. Finn, what do you got to say? Shark